studio with me, we have Niall Hatch and Terry Flanagan, and we're joined by our researcher, Michelle Brown, because Michelle has been going through all of the correspondence we receive every day on the programme, and she's just picked out a few that she thought you might find interesting. So, Michelle, Ivra Hain, and it has to do with the blue tit, very close to my heart, blue tits, Codain Scale. Um, Catherine Itala sent in a video of blue tits. She says they're getting up to mischief in her garden, and she sent us her matinee performance. <laughs> we'll have a look, because it is a video. Now, we're going to look at it now, and you can look at it by visiting our website, rte.ie forward slash Moody after the programme. But, oh, as you can see there, there are blue tits in her garden, all right, and they seem to be attacking themselves. There's a mirror on what I assume is the party wall between Catherine's house and her neighbour next door. It's a big mirror and you can clearly see the blue tit at the base of the mirror. It's having a good look around and then it sees, oh my God, there's another bird. What's it doing in my territory? But it's actually seeing its own reflection and it's flying straight at it. It's giving it a headbutt. I assume now that's what's going on. It is, yes. I know it might seem like mischief. In fact, the birds aren't full of mischief. They're full of uh, fury, in fact, and it's actually quite distressing for them. So um, it's, yeah, what's happening is the birds... They're seeing their reflection in the mirror. It's coming towards the breeding season now. Uh, breeding hormones are raging. They think that another bird has a, a, a dared to invade their territory. So they go to attack it. And rather than take the hint and fly off, their rival fights back with equal ferocity, matching them blow for blow. They can actually drive the birds demented and can, and can prevent them from nesting successfully. They can injure themselves quite badly. So I would urge everybody, please don't put mirrors in your garden. Or if you have mirrors in your garden, please cover them over with something during the nesting season, a piece of cloth or something, so that no... Uh, some hedges in front of them maybe perhaps you know well, yeah, but even I don't so, mean plant them but if you've got some in yeah. pots so absolutely whatever would, would obscure them but um, yeah honestly mirrors in gardens not a good idea for a bird oh so thank you for that Catherine and perhaps you might consider putting something in front of that mirror until the breeding season is over when the birds have fledged and that's really the end of August I hate to say it to you but anyway if you could we'd really appreciate it and so more importantly would the blue tits and other birds in your garden especially around now Michelle you have another one there um, Marion Manning from Glashine Road in Cork was on. She was listening back to our great Garden Bird Watch with Bird Watch Ireland on the 5th of February. And she wanted to say that she has two robins in her garden since last summer and there is no animosity between them. What? No animosity? No argy-bargy? No, you get off my patch? Niall, what's going on here? Could there be a pair? Presumably, then throughout throughout the winter they've coexisted. Yeah, they stay uh, together. Yeah. But 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 the robins don't do that. So that's very interesting. So ah. um, you would expect the robins to, to be very aggressive towards each other, as we were saying during the the, the great. But big if they're a pair, time. if they're a male and female, a couple. But they don't pair during the winter, so they go their separate ways after the breeding season. So it is unusual for two robins to to happily coexist or cohabit during the winter months. So yeah, this is certainly very unusual. Uh, it it could be that there's a super abundance of food in in Marion's garden, uh, which would mean that maybe the birds don't need to be quite so territorial but it is unusual it's certainly unusual Rachel from Harold's Cross was on saying that she would love some advice how, um, whether she's left it too late to trim back her hedges there's so much birdsong in the garden I want to make sure I'm not going to interfere with any nests in progress Well the law is very clear in relation to hedge cutting and it's on our website rte.ie forward slash money if you're ever in any doubt but Niall you're the representative of Birdwatch Ireland on Earth so you, t- <laughs> you tell us Well okay so the law around hedge cutting so it is against the law to cut hedges between the 1st of March to the 31st 
1st of August. So we're not yet in that hedge cutting period. Um, having said that, if it's possible to leave the hedges, I, I would because it could be that the birds are starting to nest. You could be pulling the rug out from underneath them because mm, they're already thinking ahead, yeah. thinking there's insects there for my chicks in due course, there's food and so on. But also quite separate from that, a completely different law. It's also against the law to destroy the nest of any bird, an active nest with eggs or chicks in it. Now, it's still quite early for that, but there could well be birds like robins and blackbirds with, with eggs in the nests already. Uh, and quite apart from any ban on hedge cutting, it would be against the law to destroy those those nests. And But destroying you also or, or disturbing them, which is the other thing. If you cut the hedge, all of a sudden the nest is much closer to the exterior part. It's much easier for predators like foxes and cats and rats to find them. Um, it's much more exposed to the elements and so on. So if at all possible, please don't cut the hedges. So the dates again, you so, cannot cut your hedges between the 1st of March and the 31st of August. Now there are some exemptions there, particularly for the for, for county councils, etc. For, for road safety. Road safety. Yeah. But um, but if, if you know, we would we would say it's there for very good reason, this ban to try and protect our nesting birds. So please do adhere to it. And one about otters, Michelle. Yes, Claire was walking down by the Liffey um, over the weekend and at the turn for the Sam Beckett Bridge, she spotted two otters enjoying their breakfast about 8.30am and an unusually quiet town. She wonders, would they have come down from the Royal Canal? And um, she was only listening to you talk about the otters in the Herbert Park yesterday. And also uh, she was wondering if Terry had any update on those otters. Terence. Interesting that one on the the Liffey. They have been there before, and they have been on that very very same spot. And there is a fair possibility that they are coming down from the from the Royal Canal because the the canal enters into the Liffey just very very close to that spot there. And otters are quite common on the canal now, common in the sense that you will see them if you go looking for them. I've seen a pair around Clonsil, and they've been there for the last year or two. And uh, yes, they they will move up and down it because it is a linear habitat, mm-hmm. and maybe they will move down to the sea incoming tides more food variety of food so yeah keep your eyes peeled and you will see them and in relation to the otter in mm-hmm. the pond in Herbert Park we've been in touch with Gustavo Zolads he's our man in the park there and he informs me that although the otter hasn't been seen in the pond for the last week or two it has been seen in the Dodder River right beside it just about 100 metres away yeah, if it's even 100 metres away so it's still in the area which is good news great news still 